I was about to say short and sweet. I like how that goes. <laughs> right, you know what? Everybody, nobody felt the energy. Hold on. Let me take all the glow sticks and other stuff off, and I'll just sit here and be like, all right, let's do this. No, I felt it, man. I felt it. <laughs> oh, <Right>. my gosh. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, Tim Dog, there's a few of us that are just running a little late. I know Tim Dog's on the way, so you should be expecting them in a little bit. But uh, first, let's get this out of the way. A shout out to the Weapon Wheel podcast. Centurion and I were just on their show. We had to cut it short, obviously, just because of the show timings. But uh, we had a pretty, uh, there was a pretty decent chat going on there at times. And uh, we just want to thank the guys for having us on. And uh, yeah definitely uh, an interesting talk and uh you know if you guys want to come on the show sometime that'd be fantastic um also got to get this out of the way as well before we get into the topics we have an announcement to make and we are giving away yet another cyberpunk 2077 limited edition wireless controller man you know i gotta say it's one sharp looking controller but anyways head on over to our twitter and look at the pinned tweet on how to enter. Our giveaway is for for this lovely controller ends on Monday, August 24th. So, hey, you know what? I suggest entering ASAP. And uh, I'll just uh, start posting that out soon, fellas. Uh, we will move on to our first topic, though. Real and quick, though. I'm sorry. This is one of the last custom controllers that Microsoft's going to make for this gen, by the way. Just to add that little two cents and now that i'm thinking about it i don't think they're making any more so and you're gonna carry it on to the uh to xbox series x if you choose to upgrade so but yeah i think it's a definite uh must have so Mm -hmm. So, no definitely it's a it's a nice looking (laughs) controller i think it's pretty Mm -hmm. sharp uh like uh, i don't know it has some nice little details in there um Mm -hmm. Like I think I prefer the console's design personally but it's still a nice looking controller in uh in my opinion but uh, you know what, guys? We will move on to our first topic of the evening. And for the past couple of weeks, guys, we've been hearing significant rumors about Microsoft doing away with Xbox Live Gold. There were even recent changes to the terms of service. However, Microsoft came out with a statement to Windows Central saying that it was just a language update to underlying services and that there were no changes being made to the experience of the service or Xbox Live Gold. So it's interesting that they came out with this and they said it like this with this statement. Now, I'm just going to put it out there to the panel, whoever wants to go over to this first. Um... Do you guys think that this is a legit statement by Microsoft or is there something more going on here? It's a legit statement for now to announce something officially because I know there's something that's got to be going on because I've had friends reach out to me who don't have, um, I guess, Xbox Live, but they're able to join and invite me to their chat. Free play weekend right now. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. they're there. Yeah. Well, then there you go. Then there's my theories just, you know, just <laughs> down the toilet. But I, had, I thought something was going on. But earlier the week, this. well, not this week, though. You know what? Well, hold on. It was free play the whole week because it was I think um, it was like a Monday or Tuesday when I got the started. invite from someone. Oh, I don't know. See, it was it supposed to be for the weekend. Days. And I've been hearing the same story that there's people out there that don't have a subscription of any kind on their Xbox and they're able to use the party chat and other services that you're supposed to actually have the subscription for. 
Yeah. Um, and honestly, when I saw, I, I read the article when it came out and then I come home and there's this advertisement on my Xbox for this free to play weekend for like Xbox live gold services and this, that, and the other, I'm just, to me, it just seems like they're kind of like dancing around the idea and mm -hmm. they haven't officially um, kind of wanted to do anything yet. Uh, but I do see it going that way, especially with them making statements that somehow Halo Infinite, is, the multiplayer, is supposed to be free to play. It, to kind of call something free to play, I would associate that there's not going to be a paywall of any kind that would prohibit you from being able to have that experience because it's free to play. I hear you. Yeah. That would I see it's a, as a legit as Aaron Greenberg saying that the Fable account was just nothing to see here. So he said that. <laughs> exactly. So, um, mm -hmm. And it says at this time, they didn't need to put that those words in there. But legally, they probably did because it's probably going away or something's changing with it. At and least maybe just, the why would you point. legally go in there and take away the name of gold? Like you, they did take it away. I don't know why they're saying they didn't. They literally changed mm -hmm. it to online service. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, there was a lot. Yeah. No, and it's they true. Removed, and they, uh, still, they didn't bring back the twelve month. Like something's changing. They're not going to limit you of ways to give them money unless something started, is literally changing. <laughs> I've started cooking it up in my head that I kind of see them wanting to bundle the online services with basic game pass and using X cloud as that frosting on the cake to get you to buy into uh, game pass ultimate. If they do that, they're about to get dragged worse than 2013. If they do that, it's possible. Yeah. Like shock has a point there. I mean, it just, that means you're going to force people to do it. And if they don't like game pass, then they're having to spend at least a hundred dollars versus 60 to play online. Well, that's PlayStation. what, that's where I want to know there if they probably do have a free option, it, there's going to be, it's going to have some limitations to what it can do because it's free. Mm -hmm, definitely. Uh, Tim just jumped in. Hey, Tim, how you been? Hey, how you guys doing? What up? What up? Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah loud, buddy. And clear. <clears throat> loud and clear. So I'm up close to the mic. Just setting up. <laughs> Yeah, buddy. Yeah, Xbox Lizard in the house. Everybody in the chat. Hey, chat. Uh, how do you feel about this? Do you think that uh, Microsoft's kind of just, um, you know, trying to protect themselves here, and we will see them address the uh, gold paywall at some point soon? Tim, how do you feel about this? Because again, Microsoft came out and they said that there'd be no changes supposedly to Xbox Live. Yeah, at this time. <laughs> um, Listen, I got a lot of stuff on Twitter. People were making fun of me because I said Xbox Live Gold uh, was nice knowing you, even though like a lot of people were reporting that Xbox Live was going away uh, or Xbox Live Gold. Um, listen, here's the deal. I don't see them uh, putting this into Game Pass where they're going to in inevitably take away games for gold. And say, hey, now you have to pay $10 a month and there's no way around it. Um, so you're double, you're doubling the price. I don't see them doing that. Um, I don't know what they're going to do. They're, they're doing something. So I, I think we're all in agreement something's coming. My opinion is, is that if you're going to keep Xbox Live Gold, you have to then either you have to make it $5 a month 
for online multiplayer wall and, you know, uh, keep it at the same price because I think that's only fair, uh, especially with how bad gold has been. Um, or do what they're doing where they're just going to give it away and they're going to migrate everyone to Game Pass and they're going to tear down the wall. And I think that there's a, a, a there's a good chance that that might happen. I think it makes sense. Uh, but people will say, well, why, don't, why are you going to give up that revenue? Um, I think right now they're just trying to feel out that revenue, whereas how many people are on Xbox Live Gold, how many they can actually migrate over to, to Game Pass, and to kind of figure that whole thing out. Um, there's also going to be Xbox Access, Live Access, uh, that we talked about, All Access, I think that's also going to play into this. Um, as time goes on, I think it's going to make sense. But if I'm if I'm going to say I'm a Betty man, I'm going to say that that they they're going to either make it free or they're going to make it really cheap to have a, to have to have uh, you know uh, to play cro- uh, cro- cross whatever cross play and and to play uh, with the multiplayer wall because for them to do the the um, thing where they migrate you, uh, if you're, let's just say you were Xbox Live Gold and you're paying $60 for the last four years and that's what you were renewed, um, that's not fair to you to be put into a sub subscription uh, that's completely different and that costs double. So I don't see that happening. And if they do that, shame on them and they're really clueless, but. Uh, I think where it's well pointing to, I think we can all agree. I think it's it, it might go away, or either that, or it's going to be five bucks a month, which is mm-hmm. where it is now, right? Was it? I mean, was it's ten dollars. Well, yeah, yeah, it's five bucks a month. Mm-hmm. But like, if if they if they just go to this thing where they're they you know, see what they want is is they want they want to tie you into where you're paying monthly, okay. They can make the most money where you pay in monthly for Game Pass and you pay in monthly for, uh, you know, um, uh, uh, Ultimate. So as you know, like like Netflix does, like you pay you you know you don't buy a year of Netflix. Yeah. I mean you you can't you can I think promotionally get it, but I don't think that there's ways to buy uh, Game Pass. So I think what they ultimately want is they want you on a re- reoccurring charge. And they want to provide you with a great amount of content to keep you happy, similar to what Netflix is doing. Um, that's why they're taking away the year option and the two-year option is because, quite frankly, they don't make the 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 money that that, that you know you think that they would make. Um, part of this is business. They're not going to give away. They're not going to you know. They're not going to shoot themselves in the foot. But I do think that they have an opportunity here. Um, for the most part, you have a lot of free-to-play games. Let's be honest. You have more. Uh, you have PUBG. You have mm-hmm. uh, Mortal uh, Modern Warfare. Yeah. You have now Halo. Uh, you have like very few amount of games that really have a multiplayer wall. And other than that, your Xbox Live Gold offering has been putrid for about a year. It's like they gave up. So um, for me, like I said, they can, if they can migrate these people over, they get everyone onto the Game Pass, 
and they let's say they they you know they somehow move everyone over and then they have like this Xbox Live tier with with you know they'll have it, it's going to have to be something where it's it's a lot cheaper than what they're proposing which is $120 a year mm-hmm. uh versus you know not having it or just let it go and you know, I think that they would get most people uh, to move over. And quite frankly, if they do that move and they market it, uh, that's going to be a huge thing for Xbox. You know, we're talking, you know, there's a lot of rumors about exclusivity going around and, you know, all this type of stuff. If Xbox really wants to be competitive and they want to make a statement, have your have your free-to-play and have your uh, multiplayer wall down and say that, hey, we're for the gamer we're consistent from PC, Xbox Live, down to console, Xbox. And uh, you want games. You want the best games. You want the games for an affordable price. We have Game Pass and xCloud. And, you know, you, you can't go wrong. Uh, I do think – and just one more thing. I do think they'll also – they might have something where they integrate maybe Xbox Live with xCloud and that might be uh, the new revision of Xbox Live Gold. But something's going to happen, and like I said, I just can't see it being somewhere where they're they're they're, they're you know they're blocking you into a paywall where you have to pay double. Just curious to see how long we have to wait to get some announcement on pricing for this service and for the console. You know, um, hopefully at the end of what I guess next week or so, we'll get an announcement of when they're going to do this. Sh- August show. There's nothing that was officially announced yet, right? If I'm not mistaken. So not yet, but then stuff seems to be leaking. Like I mean, mm-hmm. look, just over the past hour, we got the that whole controller thing leaking, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Know, I think I feel like a monthly subscription price is just more. I guess it just seems more. It's easier on the wallet when you see that. Well, you're only paying this a month as you pull as opposed to just putting that big number out there for some people. So I don't know. I just think see and. That's I wasn't trying to interrupt, but I'm <clears throat> I'm trying to channel Downer's energy. I'm actually playing a devil's advocate here. When mm. the one thing that concerns me is right now, Game Pass is seeing some serious growth because of the pandemic. And if you buy base Game Pass, you don't actually have access to um, the online side of things. It actually makes it to where you either want to go game pass ultimate or have xbox live gold in some way i think by them actually offer putting xbox live into game pass you're actually adding value to the customers that have already bought into game pass which is where i could see them that's where if you looked at the other side of the argument microsoft i'm concerned can be saying that they're adding value to the base product of Game Pass by giving them online access. And that's going to be the main way for you to have Xbox Live. And I do see probably some free version, but it's going to be very limited and have like, you know, see they're advertising right now, free party chat. Are they showing everybody what it's like to have party chat? And then all of a sudden uh, do this, you got to have the live subscription that they come up with. Um, I hope I'm completely wrong. I really do. But I can see the argument also being that they're technically adding value to Game Pass by giving them online access. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, but then they make a bigger divide between PC 
and console and what's already there. What, like now that. they've actually now because of Game Pass Ultimate, they've actually somehow shoehorned PC players to actually start paying in. The, so that they, that that's one thing. It's only in beta, so it's still only five bucks right now. <laughs> but that's where you know it's that's that I'm not going to put it past Microsoft that okay. to not try to uh, figure out some way to. Um, they, that for them, it, they they love subscription services. That's one thing that's made Game Pass a success and why all of a sudden they've kind of changed their opinion towards the brand was because the growth that Game Pass has seen. So definitely I could see them wanting to try to figure out a way to kind of make all these subscription services work together. That's huge, though, that they got PC. I, you, know, I, you know, I'm not a PC guy, but I just didn't stop to think that um yeah they really have a uh, pc guys subscribing now to uh i guess it's 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 the ultimate right yeah and it's only well, or, 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 or game pass they can do yeah, i don't think any pc players are playing paying for ultimate that didn't already have like some crazy deal right mm-hmm. isn't it though pc game pass alone is 10 bucks it's normally 10 it's still in beta yeah. so they are only charging 5 still oh okay but it tells you it will be nine ninety nine at some point once it leaves mm-hmm. beta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, See, I, I hope I'm completely wrong, but definitely, um, it sucks. Like I, I'll say it right now. I have not been really enjoying the offerings too much in the uh, free games with gold. And what more could you ask for if you're a company and you could look at it from a different perspective of. Well, if you're looking for free games or games that you can get access to, obviously Game Pass gives you more than games with gold, and we're adding value to Game Pass by giving them online access. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, they've been trying to get uh, PC guys to pay in, and they found a way, right, with uh, Game Pass uh, for PC. Maybe Ultimate to some degree, but, I mean, that's encompassing more of the entire ecosystem with Xbox. But at some point, they have to do something for the Xbox guys because, again, like we, you know, if they're going to go with xCloud, right, and they have access, like all these different mobile platforms and PC to uh, Xbox Live technically without paying for it, I mean, that kind of leaves Xbox, Xbox guys hanging. So they have to address this now. Especially, especially with um, X Cloud uh, going into Game Pass officially with uh, what on September fifteenth, I think it is. So, yeah, I mean, we might be seeing an announcement pretty soon about that. I really hope it goes free. I think that, me too. That I think honestly, a company like Microsoft, with the money that they create and the way that they can make it up in different uh, divisions of their company, honestly, I just feel like it should be free to play. Um, at least for multiplayer, they're, they're going to try to, pro- if that's the case, they need to figure out some feature or something that would make people feel like that they're getting a, a premium experience if they're paying for it. What I think they should do is keep renewals up and uh, disclaimer it. And basically when Xbox launches, say it's free. And anybody that's new that wants to join on the network can. And if they want Game Pass, they can. They should get rid of it. Because it's – I said this a year ago, and I actually talked mm-hmm. to uh, Yabara about it. We went back and forth. And um, like always, they, you know, they've always taken our um, 
our feedback. But Xbox Live Gold becomes redundant when you really think about it. Um, like, the games you're getting are not up to par. They're not good. Uh, and, you know, with Game Pass and all this, you know, you have so many things going on. You have xCloud, Game Pass, PC Game Pass, Ultimate. Xbox Live really can go away and just be what it is, just be an online service, like kind of like Silver was, if you guys remember back in the day. Yeah. Um, and then just have that multiplayer wall. Just, I mean, you're, you're only really affecting, I would say, seven games, ten games a year. Like, let's think of all the games. Well, Mortal Kombat, I was thinking about it the other day. Mortal Kombat, Madden's, the sports games, um, fighting games. But a lot of games are now going free-to-play, and that's the new thing. And the biggest multiplayer games are free-to-play. Uh, so, you know, it's not like – it's everything's changing. And to be unified with your PC and to, to really be what you're talking about – you know, you say we want to give access gamers. We want gamers to play and be free of these walls. And you talk in this big game. That's the way to really back your talk up. I mean, uh, if you're going to do that, be aggressive. Like I said, and uh, I, you know, I'm not saying that you're going to just say, "Hey, you're Xbox Live Gold." Uh, you know, you know. Let's just take a person like that's a parent and has Xbox Live Gold, doesn't have Game Pass. And the renewal comes up. They have to give that person the chance to either renew with Game Pass or to forfeit, I, I would assume. I don't think you can auto-renew them without Xbox Live Gold. Um, Something would be like grandfathered already in, right? You, know, right? you you would have to give yeah, you'd have to give a, a, a some type of disclaimer or something. You can't just like just migrate somebody and say, "Hey, we're changing our services behind," and you have no idea. But now you get all access to these games, and you have no idea because Xbox Live Gold is going away. Um, listen on 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 RDX, we asked Major Nelson. And his answer to us was, we've been listening to what you guys say. We take your guys' feedback. And let's be honest, one of the feedback we get a lot is, hey, why is it free on PC and why is it not free on Xbox? And that right now is a valid question. Really, why is that the case? We're supposed to be this one unified gamer. You know, it's it's about us. It's uh, you and know it's exactly what Phil said about why you don't see Game Pass on PlayStation and Switch is because you're not going to get the same experience. Well, consoles having to pay and mobile and they don't even need to buy an Xbox and just have a Samsung phone and PC players can play the same games. Then you're not all getting the same experience. One of you is paying, you know, sixty dollars a month. It's like a tug of war, you know. It's like a yeah. tug of war, you know. And their, you know, their ecosystem. PC is the ecosystem of Xbox, and you know they're just going back and forth with really what they're trying to do. I feel like you know trying to appease people that play on PC and what they've known to do for you know since the beginning into what we do as consoles is paying, you know, um, because we're on a console. I think they just hopefully we'll figure it out, man, and maybe we'll hear something soon. So I just. Uh, Either way, you know, I like I've never had a problem with paying for the service because I've just been satisfied since day one. And I think I just come from a different mindset. But uh, 
I don't know, man. I hope they figure it out really soon. Has there been that official announcement from uh, Microsoft that um, Halo Infinite was going to be free to play, or is it just still like through the leaks that it's going to be free to play? Well, no, no, official. no right they, official. They, they officially announced it. Because what happens is is that uh, the the toy came out and there was uh, there was you know there was a publication or whatever it had it had the the information. So the leak came out and then Xbox um, instead of denying it, they just said we'd like to yes, it's true, and it's going to be 120 frames per second multiplayer. Okay, and hmm, I read blah, that. Blah, blah. See, I read that article, and that's where. So, but they haven't had this big like advertisement that they've put on no. screen at some digital event explaining it. No, they just haven't so, announced yet if it's really free to play. And like, that, free, and free. that's where I think that would be a good time to actually announce something about Xbox Live Gold or online play being free mm-hmm. in some way. Because how else could you hype a free-to-play game well, than other words than try to be like, well, it's also going to kind of open the gateway for a lot of fans. Well, that's the thing. And as part of it, I feel that it's only part of the story, right? Because, again, they, ha- they had to come out about it because, again, it was leaked. So they're like, okay, we'll, ro- we'll roll with this. The official Halo accounts and 343 started talking about it at Microsoft. So it's like, okay, it gets the ball rolling on the whole free-to-play message. But, again, with Phil talking about an August event, I'm assuming it'll be at the end of the month, there's a lot of things lining up here that you know, we could see them again, talk about possibly gold. They could drop the whole gold bomb at the end of the month because I would set it up perfectly because again, we just saw the last hour or two, there's been images of uh, the Xbox uh, series S controller leaking possibly. And that's, uh, real. that's real. I heard. Mm-hmm. And, and if, and in it, just so you know, if you look at it, actually, I don't know, somebody DM me, so I don't know how uh, recent it was. Um, but somebody DM me said, what do you think of this? And then I obviously put it up. Um, but it already has a thousand retweets and, um, Brad Stams hit me on the DM and he's like, how legit is that? And then he hit me back and says, oh, it is legit. And then, um, if you look at it, it says Xbox series X slash S. So, uh, there is confirmation right there that, uh, yeah, I'll Pretty see if much. I can get it on the screen. Yeah, get it on the screen. And where's Jeremy? What's his deal? Uh, well, you know him. He's just uh, having a smoke uh, by himself on his uh, patio there in Montana, enjoying the clean air, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, I mean, it's interesting, though. Like, again, I mean, we're expecting... We're expecting shock. He's falling down the stairs. It sounds like somebody fell down the stairs. <laughs> Poor shock. Somebody resuscitate him. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things lining up here. Um, like I'll just here. I'll see if I can get it on the screen. Uh, share screen. Uh, Chrome tab. Where is it? Here. So I, listen. If Lockhart, there it is. If Lockhart is um, is white, that'd be cool. Yeah. They give me incentive. But to be honest, listen, if you have a 4K TV, there really is. I wouldn't say there's really a reason to get it. You just spend the extra money and get the X. Well, for my, for, for me, for my kids, I'm going to do it. 
I think because well, you have a 1080p, right? A big 1080p. No, I have. We all we have 4K. Um, but just uh, doesn't matter to them. Yeah. Nah, it's just you know there'll be some. I think there's going to be 4K games on the Lockhart, right? I mean, and didn't it? You nah, know, it's pretty much for framework, but doesn't matter, like you said. There'll be like some upscaling. Quality. There'll be some upscaling, right? You know, though maybe yeah. for kids, <laughs> for kids, it's it's fine. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I mean, I, I mm-hmm. freaking four to four eighty, and I was loving it. So, uh, guys, you know, we'll move on. It's just interesting here because on the box, I don't know if you can see here. It says Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, Windows Ten, Android, and iOS, which is kind of interesting considering uh, the news coming out of the Apple camp right now. Yeah. Well, well you iOS, play other, yeah. Uh, games can, on iOS. You could play their garbage uh, Apple Arcade on that. They're their horror show. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll touch on that uh, mess in a minute. But uh, man, oh man, I I can't believe uh, the stuff coming out of that. But uh, you know, we'll move on to another topic since uh, you know we're talking about Xbox Live. But we have to mention. Um, you know, a few days ago, Samsung unveiled their new Galaxy Note 20 handset, which, you know, I think it looks Woo! like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think it looks pretty cool on its own. I kind of like the, uh, what's it called? The Mystic Green one personally, but I'm a green guy. So, you know, that's just me. I know it's not everybody else's flavor, but uh, lo and behold, we got some Xbox news as well. And Microsoft and Samsung have unveiled a special version of the Xbox uh, Game Pass app in the Samsung Galaxy Store. Now, this special version allows players to redeem tokens and make in-app purchases in that Xbox Store. Now, Tim, I'll head to you on this one. Uh, I know you're pretty pumped. <laughs> um, now, we've obviously covered this partnership between the two companies before on separate shows, and now we're actually starting to see some of the, the fruits and the benefits of it. What do you think of uh, the, this announcement? Well, I think that uh, Xbox and Samsung have a very good, uh, you know, they have a good um, relationship, and it makes a lot of sense. Uh, I do think you'll also see TVs coming down and uh PCs and stuff like that. I think xCloud is uh, just, this is the beginning. Um, with that, I want to tell you my personal experiences is that I have uh, a, a, an S, I have a, a Note 9 that I can't, I can't use it on, on the mobile network because it's, it's not, it's not mine, but I can, you know, I can test it on Wi-Fi and uh, using it on that, just, you know, the little that I tried it out, uh, I would say that uh, it works well. But the thing is, is now I'm going to actually, I'm losing Apple phone because of their policies. Like, I've always been a big Apple guy. But because of their policy on xCloud, uh, I am basically going to, I am at my end of my, uh, uh, I'm up for an upgrade I was going to get the new iPhone 5G and and uh, be all about it, and I was excited for it. But uh, when the news came down that they're not going to budge on that, I said, you know what? I'm going to go with the Note Ultra. I bought the Note Ultra. Uh, I can tell you that the specs of it are are really impressive. Uh, go take a look at it. It's a you know really good display, 6.9 inches. Uh, the phone is big. Um, you know, there's also other, there's a smaller model too, the Ultra, the S Ultra Note. 
uh, or the Note uh, uh, 20, not the Ultra. But, um, you know, I'm I'm ready to X. I'm ready to game on my phone. That's basically where I'm at. And the big game changer for me is there's 5G coverage now. And I know we haven't really talked about it that much. We've, we've talked about it a little. But that's really the biggest deal is, is that playing on 4G LTE – I mean, it's just you're gonna you're gonna be teetering. You're not gonna. It's not gonna be a great experience. But playing on five G, uh, you know, is it's a different experience, and and it's and it's matched for cloud gaming. So uh, when I get my phone, August twenty first, I will be giving a review of it, and I'll be telling everyone about it. But I can honestly say that I'm very excited. Uh, there is going to be uh, uh, there's going. To, I'm going to bring a controller. Um, with me, you know, in my car, and it'll be powered up. And, you know, whether if I'm at my, uh, you know, my nephew's or my mom's house where I'm sitting on her, uh, you know, in, in her kitchen and I want to do something, or if it's my lunch break and it's a boring day and I have a downtime of an hour, you know, I'm going to try this and play it because uh, I'm, first I'm, I'm intrigued by the tech, but uh, it's going to work well. And, uh, Samsung is 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 really got a good way with Microsoft right now, and I think that it's unfortunate that Apple put this policy ahead of everything um, and didn't turn or didn't make concessions because, like they have on these streaming apps, um, because it, you're losing a lot of customers. I, I really have to say, a lot of out, outpouring of Xbox fans that really are, are on the same boat. You know, yeah, we use our phones for a lot of things, but Let's be honest. If we have a chance to play Xbox and try it and play it like, uh, you know, and, and like you know, give us an availability, especially with some of the uh, peripherals that you can buy, the third-party ones that look really mm -hmm. cool, um, you're you're in there. So, uh, very excited about this. Obviously, XCloud, Tim Dog, Megatron was there when we played it at E3. Yes, sir. Uh, I've also played it. I'm very excited. Uh, this is going to be a big deal for Xbox. I mean, a lot of people are gloom and dooming Xbox right now, saying, oh, you know, there's a lot of exclusive deals coming down, time, console, content, blah, 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 blah. I'm telling you, man, in a year from now, it's like I posted on Twitter. I know I'm a little bit long-winded right now, but I'm going to just quickly sum it up. In 2013, I used to use my laptop for Twitter, and I was fast on it, and I wasn't as fast as my phone. Now in 2020, I can like I'm very slow on the laptop. I'm very fast on the phone. Not saying that this is going to change the way I game because I still love my OLED. I'm still going to love my Series X. But you know what? In a year from now, Megatron is probably going to call me and saying, "Yeah, I played XCloud today up at uh, on my lunch, or I was up uh, on vacation. I tried it out. It's going to be second nature to us because it's going to we're going to have it." And we're gonna we're gonna acclimate ourselves to it because we can, and it's there, and it's also gonna be quality. This is not gonna be bullshit. No, we like got five G coming. Five G's coming. Five G is the big mm -hmm. deal. That's the thing. My, mm -hmm. in, in closing, my long-winded statement on this: five G, brothers and sisters, it is really a game changer for this type of stuff. It just it's in its wheelhouse. Xbox is in its wheelhouse with this. Um, and uh, it's going to be something else. I mean, the Wii doesn't have 5G. 
uh, I mean the uh, the um, the Switch. So you're going to be able to do things like play Modern Warfare on online, and it's going to be surprisingly good. And believe me, um, they're doing it in other countries at a much faster rate, but we'll come around. And uh, I think Xbox has uh, always been a little bit ahead of the curve, but now uh, technology is catching up. And um, I think Xbox players in this regard are in for a real treat if you really want to go about this and, and try it out. Uh, it's going to work well, and it's also going to get better. That's what, I, that's what I've also heard. There is uh, the Xbox Series X is going into the cloud, and you will be able to play games at high frame rates, higher fidelity, uh, you know, basically, you know, better than Stadia. So get ready. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you guys see the, uh, what was it, a pre-order bundle that they ha that Samsung has for the Galaxy Note? Um, yeah. It's, yeah, it has like three months of Game Pass and a controller, which actually looked pretty cool. I mean, it was just, it was like kind of, I won't say clipped on, but like it was still pretty cool. Um what they have there they're really incentivizing bloody game pass i tell you this partnership it's gonna do wonders for uh for the X the xbox ecosystem yeah i'm in the same boat as tim um i've been i've had an iphone since like gen one um and i have an apple watch ipad but yeah i'm jumping over to the note 20 ultra it looks premium it's all greta gorilla glass back actually the first the strongest glass they've ever put on a phone period uh -huh. um and I opt for that Razer Kishi that makes it like basically like a switch. Mm -hmm. And the reviews. Oh, you got the good. setup I want to get into. So they're it's sold like, out yeah, now, right? I can take a break. You know. Yeah, sold out. Laying on the couch. No, not sold out. You can actually go pre-order on Amazon. It's still up there. You can. I it. Oh, yeah, I'm doing it right now because I couldn't get it before. You can get the Android one, or you can get the Xbox version. I guess you have to pay thirty dollars more to get the uh, Xbox branded one, but. Get the Xbox. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely brand the it's... Xbox branded phone. No, it has no, like the color of the buttons are the right color to match the because on the Android one, A is like red, and on the Xbox one, it's like A is green, but it does have the Xbox button where the I'm excited right is. now, man. Where is this? I'm looking right now on Amazon. Yeah, if you just put in Razer Kishi, it'll pull right up and you'll see the Xbox one mm -hmm. and you can pre order it right now. Um, what's saying, uh, to shave. I could shave with the Xbox Cloud. You could shave with it. <laughs> but I, I find it weird that a lot of people, mostly Sony fans, are like really pocket watching right now with like, oh my God, you guys oh, are going to spend $1,300 to play to game stream? I'm like, no, there's this thing that a lot of people do in America every year. They upgrade to a new phone. So when I upgrade to a new phone this year, I'm, I'm actually gonna go due for the, it. I'm going to go with the best one, the one that allows me to game stream, the one that's also 120 frames per second. Who knows if Apple's going to do that because they adopt shit really slow. Um, so it's a better display, better camera, and I get to game stream? Okay. Shock, what I, I will say this, and I'm going to be completely honest. If a Apple comes to their senses and they do the right thing and they say, hey, you know, we're going to open it up, I will in a year or even maybe less – um, I will either get a, a new phone, or I probably will go back to Apple. I would return mm -hmm. this. I mean, I'm unless I really Maybe. like. This. Those, now, let those, me ask you a question: those Isn't, Headphones look better than the AirPods. So the Ka the Razer Kashi controller, um, it's the one that's a hundred bucks. 
Yeah, it's yeah. 100 for the Xbox branded one. Or it's 79 if you don't care about that. And, and this will work with the Ultra, right? Because I heard the one with the Ultra is that it's like it barely works, but it does. It fits, but it's like that. Yeah, that one guy reviewed it. He's like, it's a tight fit, but it's it's there. You can you totally do it. It's not, he said it's not going to, doesn't feel like it's going to like bend or break or something. Because when you pre order that phone, too, it actually comes with a controller, doesn't it? If I'm not mistaken, no. it comes with a controller. Yeah, you can no. buy the phone. No, if you the bundle, supposedly I'm getting the bundle. Supposedly I'm getting the uh, three months of Xbox Live Gold of of uh, Game Pass Ultimate, and I'm supposed to get that microcontroller. Mm-hmm. That's supposedly uh, part of the deal, but I guess I will find out about that. So none of you have ever had a Note before. I got a Note Eight. Right I have now. I, I have I'm a Note sorry. Nine for work, so I, I'm I'm similar. I'm familiar with. That. I was gonna say I have a Note Nine, and I that thing has totally. I, I don't think I could ever go back to anything else other than a Note, just because it's, it's capable of all the stuff that I'm seeing has a, it's a bigger screen than than uh, Apple, higher pixel density while it's being bigger. Um, and then uh, what was I gonna say after? Shoot, I just lost my shit. Oh yeah, and you can multitask with. Uh, Android, you know, all the time I would whenever I'd get my Apple phone, and you can't do it now because I don't think there's any jailbreaks, you know, in the past few years. But I would always jailbreak my jailbreak my Apple phone to basically give it those Android features that mm-hmm. kind of block you off of. So I've always kind of wanted to get some of that, but still, I just like I was gravitating towards the Apple, you know, because like once you got your hooks in here, they kind of got you. But all the stuff you can multitask with the Note, and and people were saying like, oh, you can't game on it; it's too small. I'm like. The switch light is five point five inches. This thing's almost seven inches. Yeah. So it's like you'll you'll be fine if you mm-hmm. played a Vita or a DS. You, you'll be okay. Well, looking at some comparisons, I mean, it looks very similar to like how you would hold the Nintendo Switch. So, yeah. like uh, to me, I'm not seeing the big deal here. And it cuts down the lag. So I would recommend you, if you're going to even spend any time in game streaming, to get this because if you're using a Xbox controller and using Bluetooth you're going to experience that's just going to add to the lag. So it's whatever you can do to cut that out. That's what you want to do with this. And it uh, has a charging in the uh, bottom. So you just USB-C charge so you can charge the phone while you're playing, just like you would a switch. So I'm excited mm-hmm. about this. So yeah. What's it, so, okay. So what's it using then? Does it actually plug into the phone itself? Yeah, it plugs in the back of the USB. It plugs into the USB-C port at the bottom of the phone on the right okay. side. Gotcha. I'm ordering right now as we speak. Place order. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see what what uh, my order's been placed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just pre-ordered usually, mine. Usually, too, they, usually they tell you like, oh, your your address is wrong, or mm-hmm. you know, this went right through. So very excited. I'm gonna definitely put that on. I heard that Jez, I believe, used it. And um, you know, I mean, listen, I've been a big Apple fan, and and I'll I'll go on and say that I mean I'm familiar with both the operating systems. I use it with work. I've used I have a I have a Samsung tablet with uh, you know their operating system. I'm not a fan of their operating system as much as I am uh, with iOS. I think iOS is uh, more uh, user friendly. I think it's more intuitive. Um, what I'm seeing with that the Ultra, it's like it looks. They've come a long way with Android since the one time I had it back, like almost ten years ago. Like it's mm-hmm. it's pretty much there with like Apple. I mean, listen, the specs it. the specs on Ultra are. Re- 
ridiculous. 12 gigabits of RAM. Um, they have the new Snapdragon yeah. 865. You know how much the 11 Pro has? Uh, four. Four gigs. That's why your apps close every time. You can only go maybe through a couple apps and you go back to your Twitter app. Oh, it closed. That doesn't yeah. happen on Android because you I get mean, 12 gigs of RAM. Yeah, I mean, that is insane. Also, there is uh, something that I looked into, and I, and I actually saw this uh, before. Um, it's called DIXX, and what it basically does is, you know, when we mirror our phones, what would you say would be really cool? If you could go up to the, to the remote end and actually use the that end and, and, and use it. So theoretically... What this DSXX does is basically turns your note and it makes it a, a portable laptop or a portable um, desktop. And the, the thing with the Ultra, one of the big things with the Ultra is, is that you can do it wirelessly. So here I am. I'm going to throw my uh, my uh, Note Ultra on 20 uh, on the table. I'm going to hook up DIXX with a comparable TV. I'm hoping my TV supports it. Um, and let's just say it does. I can now basically use a mouse or a keyboard or a mouse and a keyboard um, and basically move around the television, not my phone, but the television and go through the apps that way. So wow. what, what does that tell you? You could actually play xCloud on your TV via the uh, the Ultra. Now, obviously, if you have a Series X in front of you, you're not going to do that. Mm -hmm. But let's just say you're you know you're at a friend's house and they don't have it, and you know you have a controller or whatever, and you you're you're ready to do that. So there's a lot of things here that that are from a tech aspect really are intriguing to me. And you know, I mean, I'm looking at the uh, the, the the specs of this. And the Ultra is just absolutely... It's a beast, man. Yeah. It's, you know, 512, I got the 12, 512 gigabits, has a good processor. The, the, you know the camera? You can, uh, you can um, auto-zoom up to 50 times. So uh, you know how usually you can do it two or three times with uh, certain phones, up to 50 times. Um, very fast. Uh, I'm sure there's a little down, down. I'm sure there's there's downsizes, you know, there's downside and stuff like that. It's going to be a major L too for iPhones uh, if they don't upgrade to 120 this year. Like, yeah, I've, I've seen that the comparison, and it's just so much more fluid. Well, that's what they said. The person that was reviewing it uh, uh, that I watched, I watched several reviews too. Uh, they said that they didn't care about the resolution. Because you can use it dynamically, you have to use it at like 720 or something. Or you, um, you can do the full HD 1080 at one. Okay, so you right, and then it's a consistent 120. They said that they went with that mode because it was so much more responsive than the, the they rather have it that way than versus the the fidelity of the full 1440p. So I mean, listen, that's that's impressive too. 120 frames per second. Dynamic work, you know, it's dynamic too. If you use the 4K, I believe. I mean, if you use the 1440p, uh, if you wanna, if you wanna, um, you know, lock it, you have to use the 1080p mode. But mm -hmm. if you're using a 1440p, 
basically there are apps that only use that that are 30 frames per second. There are apps mm-hmm. that are 60 frames per second. So dynamically it'll it'll adjust the resolution to the app and or you know what it's using dynamically so you will be able to run your phone fast and quick and and a lot of the reviews uh, everyone's given this note ultra and the note uh, very high reviews even the 7 uh, the S20 just the Galaxy phone uh, is very good too it has a very good camera very good uh, battery life um, but uh yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, I cannot mm-hmm. wait, you know, and I cannot wait for the official uh, release, September 15th. I'm so um, jealous because I didn't get in on the Android uh, test fly. I only got the iOS invite for some reason. So I have to wait until it goes to the public. <laughs> so no uh, yeah. yeah, at this point, yeah, I could say it possibly could get you I'll in. Have but... the, I'll have the controller and everything, just not the invite. <laughs> Why you so you, you well talk to me on the side I can maybe make a, a request for you I don't know if they're still mm-hmm. adding but I yeah. could possibly get you in on that I, I got I, in on I, I was in on the fight but never got one so. okay uh, so are we all are we all pre-ordering this phone or I mean, they're still giving me too much, much. I mean yeah. Best Buy is still give, giving it's, me two fifty for my uh, Note eight this phone is what four years old like four e threes ago you know so it's just <laughs> like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but, I don't uh, know, man. It's tempting. Like <clears throat> again, I'm an Apple guy. Um, mm-hmm. Like I mean, I like I have a seven plus. I I like it personally. I wasn't planning on budging or moving on anytime soon, but you know, with something like this, like the Note, the Note Twenty, just it it really does impress me. Mm-hmm. And it, it's a nice piece of kit, a nice piece of technology. So I I don't know, man. I might have to pull the trigger and and a couple. Of- I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get one, but I'm gonna wait till November. That's cool. Yeah, that's I mean cool, that's man. probably the, the smartest thing to do is, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm always the type of guy that gets it the first day and then I'll suffer through the the problems with it. Uh, but mm-hmm. the best thing to always do is wait two months, three months, get the bugs out, and you know uh, the things that the ugly parts or the parts they don't want you to know. I mean, listen. I mean, I, I'm going to miss iOS in a, in a certain amount. I mean, I love the fluidity of just looking at my phone and having the phone just open up via the uh, the you know my face recognition. I'm sure that Samsung has uh, similar something, but I'm, I'm sure it's not as you good. Can use facial recognition anyway. We're all wearing masks. Yeah, (laughs) but it's interesting, guys, too, because, you know, with Apple, uh, you know, being kind of, uh, you know, asses at the moment, uh, it's not just affecting Microsoft um, with this either with xCloud. It's also affecting Google Stadia and even uh, Facebook. Facebook gaming has chimed in, too. Right. Because, you know, there's a whole like it affects all of the cloud aspects of gaming here. And if if Apple's being stingy with Xbox, I mean, you know, I mean, if they're just not allowing different competitors on the platform, you know, that's a that's a problem. Yeah. Oh, just, Listen, yeah. I, I I think that in the end of the day, Apple's going to. Uh, I can tell you this much: that there was definitely a big. Uh, a, I was surprised how much support Xbox got uh, the day this came out. Um, but you know, I think that I think Apple will come around. I think it's stupid for them to lose customers like myself and Chucky and possibly you. Uh, you know, like we're really good customers. I mean, and it's just silly for them to lose us 
based on something like that. All we want to do is game. We're not. We're, we're going to still love your phone. We mm-hmm. just want a game off of it. You know what I mean? That's you know. And if if you're you're denying something because you think that that is gonna, um, you know, inherently make me not want to buy your shit arcade, and it is shit. Uh, I'm sorry. You know, it is what it is. Just give me that option. Treat me like an adult. Treat everyone like adults, and you know you you, you do the right thing. And 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 I'm I'm sure we would all come back. But you know, the longer the time goes, the more that they risk. You First know. thing I thought of was just that it was competition for them and whatever they were planning on doing, as far as you know their own online service. And I just you know what you know what little I know it's limited. But I'm just thinking, hey, well, if Microsoft's competing in this space, and they are too, they're going to probably want to do something to uh, maybe make it tough for them. So, but uh, well, I, I remember when I had when this first got announced, the first thing that I asked, I asked you, Barrett, I asked Phil, I said, You're gonna get Apple, are you gonna get Apple? And their answer to me was basically, We're in this to try to get as many screens as possible, whether it doesn't matter, rhyme or reason, what the screen might be. But you know, obviously, iOS is a huge player and. We wouldn't do this if we didn't think that we can get them. Fast forward now two years or whatever it has been, and I think that they're pissed, but I do think that um, there'll come a time where they they, 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 they partnership or they'll, they'll come a time where they, they strike a deal um, um, just because of how big Microsoft will come and – and how big it's getting, and and just how big they are, and and how many fans. You know, if 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 Apple sees uh, if Apple sees them, they're losing people, or they lost, uh, you know, a certain amount. You know, they they'll always, they always look twice at that. Um, I'm kind of curious on what Apple's gonna do because I feel like they have actually uh, wrote the rules of the Apple store to kind of hinder products like this from ever being able to be used on the Apple store. Um, That's where it kind of goes beyond money. It is very anti-competitive. If you look at it, Um, I told Invader I didn't want to keep hyping my video and do that, but I did do a video on it. I released it this morning and I actually went into Apple's rule book. This is the lifted, listed rules that they have published online for developers to use to create uh, apps to be put on the Apple store. And there's three rules that I found that actually make it to where a product like xCloud or Game Pass could never work or exist in that first place. Uh, rule one is they have a rule that makes it to where Um, games have to be published by the company who made them. They cannot use a third-party publishing platform to put it on there for them. So Xbox Xbox would be only allowed to publish first-party games, uh, for starters. And then any games that they did want to publish into the xCloud system would also have to be put into some kind of review process where the game would have to be reviewed in its entirety to uh, make sure it meets um, Apple's standards. Not really sure what those are. Um, (laughs) And not to mention, but the game cannot. Now, this is where the rules start really getting crafty. The game cannot be on 
the Azure server. It has to be on Apple's systems. The game has to be downloaded directly from the Apple store. That's why remote play works. Now that that, and now we're going to get into the remote part of this because the remote part is where it gets really jacked up. And I feel like they did this uh, because they were getting a lot of heat from valve and uh, other products like that, like Epic games that were wanting to create stuff like that. And so um, in the recent interview that they had to do with us Congress over this antitrust stuff, uh, they specifically said that Microsoft uh, was denied um, allowed to be on the Apple store because they violated the remote user agreement. And under the remote user agreement, which is buried under a lot of text, it states that um, for you to be able to access any application or software remotely, you can only do this from a customer owned device. You are not allowed to remotely access something like the Azure cloud system or cloud-based anything. Um, So you basically, because the games aren't located on your actual local device at home, you're violating the user agreement. So therefore the product can't be on there. Um, Yeah, I put all, I kind of put it in all my, in my video where every section of text that would actually kind of hinder a game from uh, a service like Game Pass or xCloud from even existing on the Apple Store. Um, and it makes it even worse when they find out that there's a 30% tax that's put on companies that put their stuff on the Apple Store. And that's where the 30% tax starts becoming illegal because what it is, um, Spotify was one of the first companies to actually come out and speak out against this 30% tax. And Spotify showed that Apple, by imposing these 30% taxes, um, is artificially inflating the cost of its competition because for them to compete on that marketplace, they would have to raise their prices because of the 30% that they're being charged. Um, and it it gets deeper than that. Um, there's also links to where um, Steve Jobs, when he was alive, uh, there's emails that are being published now on the internet uh, that I found on The Verge that show that Steve Jobs and other executives uh, at Apple at the time were deliberately using the Apple Store and other resources that they had at their disposal to actually hold down the competition to force the consumer to use their products. So um, it's a, the article actually is read. This is why you cannot still buy a digital book for a Kindle on the on the Apple Store. Um, and it goes into detail on how um, they deliberately wrote their rules to actually hinder something like that from happening. Interesting. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Sounds uh, like uh, uh, some uh, some uh, heavy stuff. That well, ever since, I guess Epic Games has been one of the guys that has been speaking out against uh, Apple before Microsoft. And um, they were also wanting to do something similar. And they were the ones that actually got it to where Apple started wording stuff in their rules that would mm-hmm. actually make it very hard for a platform like that to even exist. Mm-hmm. And that's where if you um, read into it, um, sorry, both Facebook and um, Valve have actually had to release watered down versions of the app on the Apple store compared to what you get on Android. I get the, the version of the app you get on Android compared to Apple. There is a night and day difference 
And in the Apple version of the Facebook app, there's actually no games. Well, mm, right. That's eh, just disappointing. Uh, I must say, I'm a fan of a lot of politics, man. A lot of politics. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, it's it's sad. It's sad. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, like I said, I've always been a big fan of Apple. I have a lot of Apple devices in my house, um, but this puts a bad taste in my mouth, you know. And uh, you know, it's it's if they do the right thing and they come around, and I do fully expect I will explore going back to them. But right now, I'm actually getting a Google Pictures or whatever, and I'm going to migrate mm-hmm. all my phone stuff to that all my pictures and it's just it is what it is you 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 you, you cannot hold people hostage like that whether it's xbox if xbox is doing something like that i would call them out you just it's 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 like it's like the thing we talked about with the xbox live and and then Mm -hmm. and pushing you know you don't do stuff like that and i don't expect xbox to do it but sometimes with these big companies you never know you know they lose, you know. They lose. They lose their, you know. Kind of get out of touch, yeah. So you know, but, but and it's sad because they, if, if they'll do it, and then they'll get everyone pissed off, and then of course, you piss people off. You get the people talking, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, we've heard your feedback, and we're gonna allow <laughs> it. You know, it's like, come on, just why don't you just use use your common sense once and. Whatever the case is, I'm very excited though right now. I got the Kishi coming, um, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be fun. You know, mm-hmm. I could I could use that and 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 uh, you know really get a, an idea. That looks like it's really cool too. It does. It looks really slick. Actually, they really they designed it really well. Um, but yeah, it's a shame the whole Apple iOS situation for all the different streaming platforms, including X X Cloud. But I I personally think that Xbox, uh, Microsoft are going to be in close contact with Apple over this. I'm waiting for that day that one of us is going to be at work and someone we never knew that played games walks up to us and be like, "Dude, have you ever played that one game?" And it's like, mm-hmm. "Well, yeah." And you find out all of a sudden this person has been exposed to the Xbox ecosystem, and you just want to be like, "Dude, get an Xbox." I will take you on an adventure you'll never forget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, I'll, uh, I'll 1v1 you in a sec. Just let me hop on my Xbox. But um... Oh, I want to do that to him. Jeez. How harsh. <laughs> no, <laughs> no wonder people are traumatized to come over here, Invader. <laughs> I'm, dude, I'm just kidding for crying out loud. Dude, but... Invader's just like lurking for these people. He's just like, oh, you're a mobile gamer. Do you want to come over and play? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe. <laughs> no advantages whatsoever but uh, yeah guys it'll be interesting to see how uh, that goes on especially if xbox wants to reach over a billion different gamers so they'll definitely need ios on that um on that train that bandwagon but you know what we'll move on to some other news because we've been going on about this whole phone talk for a while the whole ecosystem talk but we'll go on to uh, some other bits of news and you know what hey sony recently had their august state of play stream we got some new gameplay for games that, well, some of them we've already seen. There were some PSVR games. And there was a few interesting uh, indie game announcements, actually. Um, Shockley, Bud, I'll go to you first on this topic. Uh, what did you think of the uh, State of Play stream? Anything stand out? Uh, I did not watch it, but I did see some of the highlights that I was kind of intrigued about. was probably the Some lowlights. Some lowlights, <laughs> yeah. Some of the, the Hitman VR. 
seems like cool. Although Fox News is going to have a field day with that one, I feel. But <laughs> oh well, maybe, <laughs> maybe you all. Yeah, He's the I, second person to say that today, man. <laughs> uh, it's yeah. true. I mean, they had a field well, day with Mass Effect and having that like sex scene with the blue alien. So, <laughs> so wait, what was what was the the thing? I I, I didn't uh, see Hitman VR, Hitman one through three or whatever. As VR, VR on PSVR, yeah, yeah. So, like, dude, could you imagine like literally VRing behind a character yeah, and showed it, like, throwing the cable around their neck and pulling them back? Oh my god! Uh, I mean, like, yeah, we were kind of making jokes about it on the uh, Weapon Wheel about yeah. it's gonna be like mass murder simulator, and then Invader over here is like, yeah, it's not gonna get graphic until they do Manhunter VR. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that'd be brutal. Um, find plastic bag. Last of Us Two in VR. Oh man! <laughs> uh, oh. If you want to get even more depressed, <laughs> put, yeah. the the Last of Us Two VR set comes with some misters that you got to put in in front of you. No, you, it, <laughs> dude, you get to you get to uh, personally get up close and personal with that golf club on Joel. Oh, that would just really mm. thrill people. Oh man! If you really want to piss off uh, those guys, also that Darth Vader VR—that made me turn my Ninja head. Theory. Though, Ninja Theory was making maybe you know the first one. I don't know if they're making this though. Kind of off subject, but I have to say that most and um, a lot of Sony fans definitely seem like they were more happy with Ghost of Tsushima than they were with the lot the Last of Us Two. Yeah, a lot of people talk about there's Last of Us Two. Questionable character very, uh, decisions in the Last of yeah. Us Two. Like this doesn't make sense based off what your character did at the beginning yeah. of the game. Now you're saying this, and it makes no sense. So um, when people want to sit there and brag about like the popularity of a franchise, I I'm always going to challenge them. Go back and look at Game of Thrones season one and what you got on the final episode of the last season. And there you go. You, you'll see the evolution of a franchise that kind of went a direction that did not appease the fans. So just because something was gold in the beginning does not mean that it will leave a bad taste in your mouth in the end. Hmm. So does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, the reception for Ghost of Tsushima has been a lot more. Yeah, it's been a lot more uh, yeah. well received. I've actually felt of more of a com uh, uh, compelling to go get uh, that game over Last of Us 2. And I also wanted to say earlier that if it wasn't for actually having to go on the Weapon Wheel podcast, I was actually just fine reading articles about State of Play. But mm -hmm. just because I was invited and I knew that was going to come up, I was like, oh, man, all right, I'm going to go watch were it. Those, were those guys uh, happy with the show or not really? Um, It was – they were just like, eh, it was okay. Kind of like extremely well, I mean, overwhelming. I'm trying to remember something that stood out to me. I think there was an indie game that mm -hmm. was that's I can't remember the name of it. Well, it was kind well, of all guys. That, that to me was like one of the best things, at least for me, in that show in the beginning. A lot of that stuff was multiplat too, by the way. A lot of the stuff that they were showing, some of that stuff was multiplat too. But oh, I can't yeah. Oh, no, it was mostly, well, there was a lot of third party there. I mean, th remember, guys, they had, Sony did come out, like, a few days beforehand and temper expectations that, you know, there wouldn't well, be. I'll give, them credit. Yeah. I'll give I, them credit. That's the way you should do that. And and and, and, I, and sometimes um, I say that uh, Microsoft can be tone deaf. And, you know, in a case like... Uh, 
in a case like that, I think Sony handled that well. They basically said, hey, don't don't come at us if you say the show sucks. We're going to tell you it sucks now. you know. And honesty is always the best policy. So shout out to them because that's kind of the way you should go about things. If you're not going to show, you know, you should know. Listen, as, as, a, as, as a company, you should know if you're going to excite fans or not. It's that easy. Well, I Listen, tell you guys, you can get really excited because they had Bug Snacks gameplay there again. Listen, tempered expectations or not, yo, you can still say whether a show was good or not. You know, I was watching uh, Red Infamy; she was doing her stream, um, and um, she gave it an eight point five because they show because they show gameplay, right? And um, I mean, I respect I respect everybody's opinion I mean, it's what you like you, you like what you like and that's it but still like it was it's so underwhelming time. to me like it was just i expected more and it was just i can't even remember i mean i guess it was the hood that game hood that looked oh, somewhat yeah. interesting but it was it just kind of reminded me of assassin's creed how know? does godfall look because i didn't see the it's, show i mean it looked okay but still there was nothing that blew me away you know what i'm saying i like listen, I'm, I listen i like i'm i don't Make myself a huge Sony fan, but I do enjoy some of um, yeah, the no, thing that Sony has yeah. to offer, you know. Um, but um, it just was really underwhelming to me. I just kind of wanted more, and um, maybe because I'm just ready to hear. You know what it is, too. We're not. We're getting all this just piecemeal stuff, like little here, little there. I just want to see everything that Sony's going to offer, and I want them to just finally announce the price. Same thing with um, same yeah. thing with Microsoft. I'm just. Maybe I'm just in my mind. I'm just ready for them to just say, "Just tell us everything already." So waiting. So when I seen this show, I expected more. Even if it was going to, even though they tried to temper your expectations, it's just for me. It was. I didn't see anything for me that I kind of wanted, except for. I I think for both Xbox and Sony, Mm -hmm. you know, they're they're playing this game where Mm -hmm. uh, they're playing this cat and mouse, like, "Hey, you know, we're not going to say the price, and we're going to see what you guys do." and and I think uh, fans are starting to get a little uh, antsy. I mean, we're like ninety days away from release date. So um, now, can I please? I want to hop in on that one. Um, the whole release of price thing. I want them to release the price, but I can see the one reason why both companies are hesitant, and it has nothing to go with competition. It's how do you roll this out without. Um, creating a huge problem um, because we all know a majority of people are going to be using the internet. They're not going to be going to the physical stores to buy these things. And, you know, um, from what I do, I know like, like some online queues can only hold 60,000 people before the website starts crashing. So I understand that Microsoft and all these companies um, our major, major um, cloud companies, they have infrastructures that are very, very large. But I do worry that there's going to be such a demand for every for both of these consoles that there's going to be major problems with even getting on to um, like as soon as they say that that stuff is available for pre-order. I'll put five dollars down right now on saying that we're going to see Amazon um, PlayStation, Best Buy, uh, um, Microsoft, all these companies' websites are going to probably crash because they are probably, yeah, not, probably they're not going to be ready for the demand. And then it's going to turn into a huge freaking problem. 
And the funny part is, like, people might not understand what I'm talking about, but my wife um, does makeup on the side, and she keeps up with a lot of the uh, big makeup rollouts. And I'm, these chicks be crazy. And I have literally seen, like, websites crash over an eyeshadow palette. And we're yeah. talking about a Series X. Right, right. Some people were yeah. speculating that they're waiting for the next stimulus check to be announced and then do it. So. Well, they that's have it. So, oh, so that's people so go that. out and use the money. That that's, does, been, that, that's, not, that's not happening now. That's been well, a failure. You know, they, they're on vacation, yeah. I guess. Official, I, I mean, yeah, so Trump is uh, is signed, what, four executive orders? And, yeah, uh, one of them is payroll taxes. Unfortunately, Jeremy... Uh, Went to smoke a cigar and never came back. I guess. Oh, he, uh, <laughs> he felt, what was he, in that cigar, Jeremy? Oh, Jesus. He's, he's calling it a cigar to make things look good, but I think it had something to do with a pipe. But we'll just talk about that later. Yeah. Next time he comes uh, on the show, uh, yeah. the show, he's got burned yeah, fingertips. I, I, I think he took the uh, executive orders to heart or something and uh, <laughs> couldn't come on the show. But um, yeah, I mean, listen, I think, uh, I think, listen, if you look at it, and you and you're honest about it, uh, like like Centurion said, it's gonna be a, a shit show. And um, because people are at a fever pitch right now for video games and corona is one of the reasons that uh, that that is. And, and we learn people I think a lot of people learn that gaming is a is a is a great entertainment uh, outlet and uh, I think people that weren't so open to it, came open to it because let's be quite frank with those three months or whatever that two month period, uh, there was nothing to do. Video games was an uh, awesome alternative, and a lot of people, uh, you know, went with it. And I think right now, just gaming in general is at a fever pitch. Oh, the world is still not normal, people are still at home, and yeah, there's people still at home. And 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 PlayStation 5, admittedly, is, is more popular. That, forget about it. I mean, that's going to have major problems. Uh, people are going to be trying to order multiple, even though you're not supposed to. Uh, people are going to try to, uh, they're going to hold it hostage at launch. There's going to be uh, probably few that you can get. You're not going to be able to go into a Best Buy, in my opinion, and get it. Uh, Xbox, I think, is going to be the same similar situation, maybe not as bad. But, um, yeah, that first day, I mean, the people that are going to get it for sure are probably everyone in this podcast. Do you know why? Because we will be watching that that show that that the, or event that they're running, whether it's in August or September, and we're going to be ready. Hey, pre-orders are available now, and guess what? We're all going to hit our computers yep. and we're going to we're going to order it. Oh and yeah. That's going to happen fast, but then that, the hour after, like like Centurion, sorry to cut you off, but that hour after and two hours after, and once that starts to become common knowledge, oh, you're going to be forget. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, just to also put it out there, um, so don't use your phones either if you have access to a decent computer. Yes. Because um, actually, um, my wife used to do that, like doing pre-orders off her phone, and she'd get beat out. And now that she comes and uses my rig that has this 2700 on it, and I can actually load like websites very quickly, mm -hmm. she's mm -hmm. able to beat out people. So don't don't be silly and try to use your phone 
like regrettably you're going to have to actually make plans for this pre-order to make it to where you have a chance to sit down at, at a computer of some kind yeah. that's going to be able to kind of keep up with that because there's going to be so many people um trying to do what you're doing and i'm sorry cell phone uh, cell phone websites cannot handle very many people. Oh, you're making me nervous. I'm going to be in D.C., yeah. I think, towards the end of the month. I mean, I so. think you'll be okay within that first. Mm -hmm. I would say, listen, I think that first hour is always sketchy, but, you know, it's it's always going to be that you're going to, we're all going to hold our breath when we hit that I enter. I just hope they do what PlayStation is going to do, and you get one per address. I'm sorry for yeah. people that have multiples. Like, it, you, know, ha you know, I don't know what to tell you, you know, kind of like, Go get a friend or somebody and have one mailed to their place. I don't know if you need multiples, if you live in a household that can afford to. But I, I already know PlayStation has come out and said that they're wanting to only limit one per address. Yeah. Which is smart because what happened is, is that people will buy 15 and they'll have 15 and then, you know, they'll sell it on Best Buy right now. And, and I mean, on uh, what's it called? Uh uh, what's the way you can resell your stuff? Uh, um, they do it on eBay, Opera, eBay, Opera, eBay, eBay yeah. Yeah. Facebook, yeah. Marketplace. exactly. Um, you you do all that stuff and you get and you make $300, 200. Oh, it gets it gets so my god, it's stupid how I know all this stuff. So, um, <laughs> one thing that's example like, uh, my wife would watch people buy something for $25 on these beauty websites as it's sold out. And then sell it on the Facebook marketplace for seventy five dollars. So yeah. they were like tripling their money. Like, I'm, and and it's very easy to do if you can get your hands and there's a demand. There is someone out there that is willing to pay that price, and that that price that they're willing to pay goes up the more it's the more harder it gets to get one. Amen. Yeah. You're right. Definitely. Listen, you seem to know all that stuff. Listen, I listen. You remember the eBay where they used to have the bids? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. In the end, I mean, I tried that. God damn it, I never got one. No matter what, I was always there, and it would always be hit it, and it'd be like, "You're, you're <laughs> do they you still do that? Do they been, I don't know, but it, I, I never so. want. I never want a bid. Like I always was beat. Oh, you know damn well if it costs five hundred dollars, somebody's gonna be like, "Uh, we'll do the I bidding thing, or or you can do, buy it right now for two grand." Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's what they do. Yeah. But guys, just to uh, just to finish up this uh, Sony State of Play topic, though, you know they they, they did have some uh, good announcements, though. I mean, did you guys see the uh, Control DLC, uh, the Alan Wake one? I did. Four years later. Yeah, eighty-four years <laughs> later is right. But yeah, they teased that, had a little so, mini trailer uh, can you, out. Can you explain that to me? I watched it three times, and is Alan Wake the dude at the end? Yeah, I think so. Okay, um, I know what Alan Wake is. I played half the game and got like bored. I'm sorry, I got bored playing the original Alan Wake. I gave up. Um, but I enjoyed Control, and there was a lot in Control that explained what went on in Alan Wake. And so, I really think this is probably going to be a much more enjoyable experience for me into the character of Alan Wake. Hmm. Well, it's been a while since we've had anything Alan Wake related. I mean, again, I'm a I'm a huge fan of Alan Wake personally. Like, it's one of the few games that, like, going back to the first Alan Wake game that I got all the achievements for. You know, they've teased Alan Wake and bloody Quantum Break. Uh, there's all kinds of bloody teases and control. So I'm happy to see him come back in some form. We'll 
like I, I, I really don't know like how they're going to work it all in, but honestly, like I'm excited. I'm excited to see him again. Um, and you know what? During this stream too, they had some nice little indie announcements. Did you guys see that little um, stylish beat 'em up called Aeon Must Die? That's a pretty, it looked pretty cool. But I don't remember it. <laughs> well, it, it was, was the one where uh, the devs actually came out uh, afterwards, and like they apparently a whole bunch of devs had like quit the studio the past week over like harassment wow. claims and different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a whole thing uh, brewing about that. That they, they they didn't okay the trailer and just all kinds of stuff going on there. It was yeah, crazy. But uh, yeah, no guys, and uh, there's that Breath of the Wild looking game, The Pathless from Giant Squid. I thought it like stylistic wise, I thought it looked pretty cool. But uh, again, like overall, the stream was just kind of okay. It didn't set, you know, obviously, you know, Sony set the expectations low and yeah, no, it just didn't really do, um, you know, a whole lot for anybody. So hopefully they have some announcements uh, later in the month along with Xbox. I can really get us excited. And again, give us a price, right? That's what we all want to know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm more worried about price than anything, man. It is all over the place. Heck, I saw an article today that said the PS5 was going to be more than the Series X. And I was like, well, okay, I find that hard to believe, but I'm just, it's all over the place. Yeah, Let's man. See, man. Definitely. Yeah, well, that was the rumor. Well, um, I'll just give a little bit of this. There was uh, the guy, Darth Golem. He's an insider that's uh, – he's, he's a verified insider. He knows people in the industry. He's also the guy that's pushing that um, Silent Hill uh, is going to be exclusively coming to PlayStation 5, and it's uh, being done by uh, – the studio, uh, Japan Studio, which is one of the studios within PlayStation Studios. And um, so he, he's well known um, and he's definitely known. He's, he's, he's predicted some stuff. Uh, today he came on uh, Reset Era and he talked about how, you know, people should get used to uh, Xbox being more powerful. Um, you know, the developers are saying that, that they're seeing that it's more powerful. Obviously, on paper, it's more powerful. Uh, and they talk specifically of Resident Evil 8 that is running, uh, having a hard time running on, um, uh, on PlayStation 5 at 1080p yeah. 60. And it's supposedly running well on Xbox Series X. And he also predicts that it's going to be native 4K 60 uh, or whatever, native 4K um, and uh, probably uh, not uh, um, not native on uh, PlayStation 5. Basically, he talks about that. And he also says, uh, and we talked about the cat and mouse game, he said, uh, be prepared that Microsoft is going to uh, try to undercut Sony on price. And mm -hmm. um, I'm with them there because uh, I get that impression that Xbox wants to see where they land. And then I think that Phil and company are going to go to, uh, you know, the CFO. Uh, I think her name is. Um, oh, what's, uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Amy, uh, Amy or, or something, yeah. Yeah, they're going to go to her and uh, they're based in Satya and they're going to say, let's undercut them. And uh, I think that they're going to get the okay. 
Uh, and I think that that's why they're waiting on Sony to price. And I think Sony is well aware that Microsoft is looking to do this and, uh, you know, give credit to Sony where, you know, they're so competitive and I wish Xbox could be like that, in my opinion, because I think they're more competitive versus Xbox than Xbox is against them um, in a lot of ways. But, you know, in this way, I think I really think that Sony will be like, well, I'll screw you. I'll tell you, we'll tell the fans whenever, because we know the fans want our system the most. So I think that that, that cat and mouse game is going to go on for a while. Uh, mm -hmm. But, yeah, he's predicting that um, it's going to beat it out in price. So you're going to have a situation possibly where uh, you have a more powerful system that's uh, cheaper in price, and uh, that was such a bad big thing in the last gen, I remember, and the media wouldn't shut the hell up about it, and the fanboys wouldn't shut the hell up about it. Every damn every day. day every damn day. <laughs> and, I, and I can tell you right now, man, these Sony fanboys, they're scared when they hear this today. They, you know, the, unfortunately, they try to intimidate. They try to int intimidate Darth on Reset Era. You know, try to be, they stop being nasty. They call him to question him. And the thing is, is, but a lot of times when this stuff happens, you see Xbox fans, uh, you know, a lot of Xbox fans, unfortunately, you know, they'll fold and they, they're afraid to say anything. You know me. You guys know me. I'm not afraid, and you know you're gonna mm -hmm. you're not gonna intimidate a guy like me. You know it's just not gonna happen. And if anything, it makes me go uh, even a little bit further, where I'm real annoying about it because it annoys me that they try to do that. And man, the fans were out today, and they were going crazy. You know, I'm stop shouting this, Tim. I'm I can't wait till it comes out. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm not even the guy that's saying it. I'm just reporting it. You know, you have Red Dragon out there, and he's like, "Oh well," playing damage control. He's like, "You know, well, this developer said this," and then and and he clarified his statements. And then I had another statement because on that same. Reset Era thing, uh, another dev said, you know, you really shouldn't be downplaying this. A 20% advantage, uh, you know, I think it's really 18, but it's a big deal. But the thing is, is that people are talking about an 18% advantage from Sony's peak performance, um, which is variable at, of 10.3 to 12.1. Fact of the matter is, is that we don't even know if that's going to be sustainable. Um, I think that you're gonna, you're gonna, you're really Xbox, uh, and I'll say it here, and this is the truth. This is what I heard. They waited to lock in later than Sony. They have full RDNA. RDNA. Uh, yep. They have full RDNA too. They waited specifically. That's why the dev kits were late. Uh, people who are talking about RDNA three and all this stuff. Listen, you can believe that if you want to believe that, but you know, I think I think Megatron and others can can, can you know can vouch that Xbox really did their homework with this system, and it's going to show. Mm -hmm. And when that happens, uh, I just hope that people can keep it civil because uh, it's not Xbox's fault that you know they they made some really good decisions here, and I think it's going to show. You know, you could show me screenshots of. Uh, you know, The Last of Us 2, 
verse a bad screenshot of Craig on, on, on Halo Infinite. But the fact of the matter is, is when you're running the same game and it's just, and they're on the same level playing field, uh, more times than not, Xbox is going to outperform it. You have uh, a pretty sizable gap there. And and I, th- I, I hope Xbox you know, pushes that. I mean, there's, sometimes they're timid, and I hate to say it, sometimes they, they don't want the, you know, they don't want the backlash from just saying that, you know, we're the most powerful, even though they do. But, you know, they got to hit that home because that's a big advantage that mm-hmm. they're going to have. And Sony's going to have their advantages. They're going to have a lot of, sounds like, timed exclusives and big exclusives. Um, but, you know, Xbox has to fight fire with fire. And uh, I really think that um, it's going to be, if they could get cheaper than PlayStation 5 and being a more advanced tech and better console, more powerful, faster, uh, wow. They really, That's going to be uh, huge, yeah. That'll be a huge thing for Xbox. But, oh, yeah. You know, I, I'm thinking they're going to come in at the same. I still think 499 is the the price uh, but you know, like uh, whoever said a chalky that we're ninety days away, it's getting close. Oh, absolutely! You know, and uh, we gotta know soon. It's yeah, and it's definitely interesting. You know, these different insiders coming out and uh, mentioning this. Uh, you know, hey, uh, Xbox is in this to uh, you know to fight, and uh, yeah, there's a reason why they waited, obviously, and uh, you know we can't wait to um, you know, get more details on everything. Obviously, hopefully, they release more stuff. Obviously, Lockhart is uh, slowly trickling, leaking uh, <laughs> out there. So the box art with Xbox is. <laughs> Series X with it. What were you going to say, Megatron? You know what they're going to do to blow everybody away, right? I'm trying to segue into the next topic. They're going to announce skill. <laughs> they're going to announce bound. They're going to announce skill bound. <laughs> oh, no. And that's it. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, my God. So, yeah, speaking of, uh, since Megatron brings it up, speaking about uh, scale bound guys, um, that's our next topic. It seems like Platinum Games want to revive the IP, the scale bound brand, that they're interested in doing it. In an interview uh, with a YouTube channel, Game Explain, Platinum Games director Hideki Kamea and studio head Atsushi Inaba discussed possibly bringing back the game to life. Uh, the issue being is that Microsoft actually owns the IP, so uh, they have control over it. They have the final say. And this is what the uh, two guys had to say. Uh, Inaba went on to say that we don't think that it's a forbidden topic or anything like that. We're happy to talk about it, though the IP does still rest with Microsoft. We get a lot of fans that still do show interest in the title, and we're always happy to see if there are still people that are really interested in it uh, coming out one day. The fans are thinking, you know, like there was a lot of possibilities or a lot of cool things that looked like Kamea might have been able to accomplish with that title, you know. And we also think, man, it would it would have been really nice to have that kind of opportunity, but it's not for us to say. And then Kamea added on, if you want to see it again, please send a letter to Phil Spencer. Now, you know, that's, that's really interesting comments here, um, you know, especially with how Scalebound kind of ended um with the statements put out by microsoft back in early 2017 uh megatron what do you think about this uh, would you like uh, would you let platinum games take another stab at scale bound if you're microsoft honestly 
you know, uh, I would be happy either way um, if things go the way they're supposed to go. I mean, I know there was announced way back and I want to say 2014. Was it the first time we got a glimpse of a uh, scale bound? Yeah, it was, it, 14. Was, it was E3 after E3, you know, it was scale bound, crackdown, you know, you know, Halo and then, you, you know, Gears and. It just kept missing its date, I guess, its target date over and over again. I mean, obviously, Microsoft thought highly of the game and was one of their um, big games because they, they had it on the E3 uh, floor. Uh, but um, it's just from what I can tell and heard from social media, um, they just kept uh, missing their deadlines. So, I mean, rumors. I mean, I don't have anything too factual um, to put out there. Um, it's just it was rumor after rumor where it was just things weren't going as planned. Um, mm-hmm. But to have another crack at it, I was really looking forward to Scale Bow. And uh, I was disappointed. It's a new IP, Japanese game. And, uh, you know, you hear everyone complaining about Microsoft doesn't, you know, support JRPGs enough. I thought this was awesome. An awesome announcement, you know, whether you were on Xbox or PlayStation. It was great for uh, the industry as a whole. Um, and, you know, to see him come out now, I would, I would, you know, either they do it, Platinum Games does it, you know, or, you know, one of their own studios, you know, um, I would be happy either way. Um, I just want things to be, if they do announce it, I want it to be further along in development, like, you know, close to, you know, alpha or beta stages where, you know, things are running smoothly, even, you know, just imagine what it would look like on these next gen consoles, um, and what they're capable of now, it probably be phenomenal. I think there was a rumor also because it's a bunch of whole room, a bunch of rumors with this whole IP. This was just, it was just nonstop that the consoles weren't, it wasn't strong enough. You know, I heard that. You know, um, they had hangups with that, and um, but you know, to see mm-hmm. what they what they can dream up of on this, these these newer gen cons, this new gen console, it would be, uh, um, I would bet, phenomenal. Well, yeah, I remember the gameplay they showed off for it at first, and honestly, it looked like it was the frame rate was just kind of chugging along there slowly. Mm-hmm. Um, like it, it didn't look like it was running very good at all. Honestly, like um, Microsoft uh, rumor, the rumor was they kept missing de- uh, deadlines, platinum games, and uh, supposedly they were using uh, money from that project to fund other projects that they were doing at the time, which is really unfortunate. Even so, at the beginning of the interview, when you if you watch the video, you know, you still talk first, they're talking about beautiful one on one, you know, and uh, the relationship with Nintendo. And I'm just, I couldn't help but to think about all the other games that, they, that were being that were coming out, um, that they were releasing. And I knew that, you know, you know, Scalebound was supposed to be, you know, at some point soon, um, it was supposed to be released. It just made me think that they were focusing on those other games before. Um, whatever deal they had garnered with uh, Microsoft, you know, so it was disappointing. It was real disappointing. You know, it was mm-hmm. July 9th, 2017. I think officially it was canceled. June. No, sorry. Yeah, January. Oh, January. I'm sorry. Jan- January. January. It was January. early. It was really it was, early. Uh, it was, uh, it was a hard pill to swallow, but like, I think it's new IP. Um, and, it would definitely make waves, hopefully positive ones. You guys saw, if you guys saw the, the, the uh, tweet I posted, mm-hmm. um, it got, you know, some mixed, you know, reviews about, you know, people, you know, got into their emotions and their feelings and how they felt and, and you know, based off of rumors. And um, it is, it's, it's, it's fair, you know, people, you know, entitled to your opinion. I don't know per se definitely what happened. I have an idea, but 
I don't know. Um, but uh, it was it was disappointing for me. And like I said, when I saw it, I was blown away. Um, there was some frame rate, frame rate issues, you know, from what we saw on the uh, big screen at E3. Mm-hmm. I was looking forward to it, man. And, you know, if they, if they said something, they announced it two years from now and it's further along in production. And, uh, you know, uh, I'd be happy with it. I honestly truly would. Because, like, the thing is, I was really looking forward to it, too. I even have some scale-bound swag still kicking around, so uh, it's probably worth something now. But uh, honestly, guys, it's one of those things where I don't know if I trust Platinum Games, because as much as I like a few of their games, like, I'm a big fan of Vanquish, and I like a few of their other games. Like, they know how to make a good action game. The issue is, you could tell that something just wasn't right here in their relationship with microsoft and i don't know it's one of those things where you know if i'm phil spencer um and platinum comes to me it's like do they you know in order for them do i let them work on it or do i get another studio to uh to work on this you know because can i really trust platinum games or uh do i let them kiss my ass right because it just sounds like that uh, they did they didn't do very well uh with microsoft I think it's all about oversight. You know, they are, didn't they, did they create something um, where I care a, a team overseas in, in uh, I don't know if it was Japan or Korea, South Korea, where they, I guess, want to have more, you know, a, a more of a relationship with these developers, but I guess they have to, at the same time, have oversight over these projects because yeah. you just don't know. I mean, it's hard. Mm-hmm. I, I think what happened with Scalebound is they didn't have the correct oversight. At the, that's on Xbox. <clears throat> but I do think that Platinum basically was playing games and uh, taking people off the project and doing, uh, you know, driving up north and doing another project for, uh, you know, another company, whether near automatic, near automatic or whatever. I, th- and this, I think there is definitely. Um, there's definitely memories there, or there's bad. I wouldn't say bad blood. Maybe it is bad blood, but I don't see uh, Scalebound happening. Um, unfortunately, uh, the sad thing about Scalebound is is that the only time people started talking about it, <clears throat> um, other than the really hardcore, which would include, you know, um. You know, uh, what's his name? I forgot his name. Uh, Rayon. Oh, Ryan uh, McCaffrey. Oh, yeah. No, no. Oh, you're talking about Wolf. You're talking about. Yeah, Wolf. Iron Wolf. I I speak to that. I speak Uh, to him all the time. Yeah, he he was always passionate. I'll give Mm -hmm. him that. And he still is passionate about it. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, you know, there weren't many people that were passionate about it when it was going on. and uh, there wasn't a real big buzz around it until the game got canceled. Then all these people came out, and people want things that they don't want. I think there's definitely the idea of it was super awesome, and and uh, I think that they could have had something there, but mm-hmm. it didn't work out. And and you know, I think I think they all share, and I think they all agree that they, I think Xbox shares. Uh, fault and that they didn't oversight the studio was in Japan and they didn't know uh, 
what was going on until they heard, you know, they saw that they weren't meeting their, their uh, you know, they weren't meeting these deadlines and they were way, way off. Mm-hmm. And then there were rumors that they, you know, there were people calling in sick from stress. And yeah. then, Oh, that's you know, right. That's right. Yeah. There was all types of stuff, but then they were, they were fine and dandy with their other releases. And, um, you know, I think that Phil, uh, even Phil, probably gets annoyed when he's asked about this because that whole situation didn't go well. And it's unfortunate because um, they lost a ton of money and it's a black eye on Xbox <laughs> still to this day, just not as bad as uh, it once was because they kind of rectified the situation. Um, but the, 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 the truth of the matter is, is they do own the IP. And, uh, you know, maybe in time they could, uh, you know, come up with something. And, and I wouldn't have, I wouldn't, I would, I would have like Hellblade do it, or I would have like that studio. I would have another studio. Yeah, I would have another studio do it. I wouldn't have Kiyami unless they could come to some type of agreement. You know, he was a complete headache, he was blocking Phil. He was blocking Xbox fans. He was blocking everyone, playing games, saying that they were putting him up as a prop. He was a complete headache during the whole situation. Uh, you know, if you look back, you know, he was fighting with fans. and just uh, I, mean, I mean, the block. He was. He was childish. He was working with, to me, yeah. Jim. You know, know, I think, I, I, think I, he was, I don't know if he was joking around or whatever. But um, you know, uh, you know, there was a lot of stupid stuff that went on, and then he also freaked out, saying that he's not a prop, and he put these these offensive tweets about Xbox, and then he deleted them. So uh, he, you know, he he's kind of like a guy that is very talented, but um, he's hard to work with. So mm-hmm. uh, the chances of this reviving, I would say, are very minimal. Um, you know, like Iron Wolf, I'll give him uh, a shout out. He was instrumental in pushing Yakuza. He used to tell me all the time. He used to put me and Phil and the guy from Sega uh, in, in, in DMs. And, you know, he would always push for it. And he has a big passion for it. And, and I respect him for that. And I know he, he hit me up recently about this. And, like, he's like, let's get the ball rolling. I, I know just he did. <laughs> I just don't think that this is going to happen. So this is mm-hmm. something that, uh, unfortunately, uh, it, it's there's there's a little uh, there's bad blood here, or I don't well, I don't know if that's the word to say if it's that bad. I think that uh, they all learn lessons from this, but to say that the situation is is ripe for uh, them to relook at it, I don't even think they're close or would even entertain it. Uh, at this moment, I got the sense that, um, you know, we know that there's been travels back and forth, you know, um, people from Xbox going back and forth to Japan and and plus from other other speaks. I feel like they they have somewhat of a friendship and things have gotten better. I mean, it's been three years. Um, I do think they have awesome talent over there, and I would like to think that over time, you know, um, and hopefully given where they are in development, where they stop that into where they can be another two years, if he has something that he can present to Microsoft to say, hey, look, 
this is where we are and we are still working on the game you know hopefully now you know at their only i mean i mean you can do a lot in three years i mean it's been it's been you know forever now you know and uh given what the consoles can do the capabilities of what they're they're uh they can do now hopefully they can just say hey you know let's let's uh, just get this done um and it's just me wishful thinking kumbaya you know it's just uh you know it's hard you know it's hard to find talent out there and uh and new ips you know you hear again these studios are you know acquiring here and you're picking up from santa monica you're grabbing developers from all over because i think that that uh it is limited to what you, what's out there so i think if they can if they can get it done hey get it done you know but um i you know but I, I like again, yet again, I don't know all that happened behind the scenes. So if there's something that was mm-hmm. that bad, then I could understand why they was they probably want to walk away with it and let their own studios, um, you know, make the game maybe. But it just makes me wonder, you know, how hard that would be, um, picking up from somebody's own, you know, uh, you know, their uh, their project into someone else taking over it, and uh, <clears throat> I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, it's just a shame what's that what happened with that project. Is and anyone else other than Platinum allowed to work on it? Microsoft well, owns the IP. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, but they is could there like a contracted it. obligation that Platinum has to be the one to finish it? Probably not. Microsoft, like even they're saying it. Microsoft owns the IP. Like they can, I'm pretty sure they can do whatever they want with it. Okay. So, so I don't know. <laughs> just one of those things. Like. I don't know, just interesting, like, again, I was, like, when Phil made a comment a couple of months ago about Scalebound just being dead, you know, it just sounds like they want to just forget about it. Me, like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm just willing to put it aside as much as I was really hyped for it. Would I like to see it come back? Maybe, like, in the future, you know, like, it's just, it's, I don't know, it's just one of those things where I I just want to move on from this, and maybe, maybe they can find the right developer. Maybe it's just not the right time for it right now, but I mean, I do think that there are a lot of talented devs out there that could do this IP justice. And yeah, maybe maybe on the Series X, it could be reborn. Maybe next gen, it could be reborn. You never know, right? But for now, I, I think it's a, a really interesting IP. I would like to see it, but at the same time, you know, we have other games to look forward to. So we just got to kind of move on from it. But uh, guys, I will just move on to our final topic tonight. And you know what, speaking of games possibly coming back, it looks like a certain studio really wants to make a sequel to an uh, an Xbox IP. Now, in a recent interview with Segment Next, Armature Studio stated that there's been no specific discussion with Microsoft, um, but they would love to return to uh, making a possible sequel for the game ReCore. Now, they stated that we have a very good relationship with Microsoft, but we have not talked specifically about creating a new ReCore game. We really enjoyed the IP we helped create. So whether ReCore returns through us or someone else, it would be really great to see a new version of the game. So, you know, guys, I think that's really cool that Armature wants to bring back the IP. But Centurion, buddy, I'll get your input on this. What do you think is the likelihood that we'll see uh, a sequel to ReCore? Oh, shucks. Um, if you want me to be absolutely truthfully honest, I don't really think there's like a huge likelihood um, purely because of how the game was received 
it was a beautiful looking game. I mean, finding the diamond looking things, um, watching them. That was whack when uh, HDR was really starting to become a thing. And, you know, everybody wanted to see uh, some really cool stuff. And uh, that game looked really pretty, in my opinion. Um, it played great. I went through it very quickly. And I was kind of wondering why everybody complained about how you couldn't finish the game. And that's when I did get to the end of the game and find out that if you didn't literally meticulously went and find every single one of those gym things and literally go on a scavenger hunt uh, throughout the entire game, you're not able to finish the game. And so that kind of disappointed me a little bit. Um, mm. But that's where I'm, if they were to do another record game, they would have to make an element of the game to where you didn't have to go on this this great big marathon. I'm not saying you don't have to do it at all, but there's you know, a lot of backtracking with Recore. You know, well, that was a lot, that was a lot of um of what yeah. the complaints were and then the loading times. Um that game to me has some of the best damn platforming I have ever experienced. I mean, I think to me, it was I mean, it's just a step above Ori. I mean, the scale and the scope was like I mean, there were levels on the and when you go into those dungeons. Where you just like there is no way in hell I'm going to get through this. <laughs> but yeah, the no, combination of the I core bot, playing it. Yeah, yeah, but the, the combination between the core bots and everything else, I just listen. I, you know, I haven't yet to go back to the expansion, but let me tell you, I have such a love for this game. I know uh, the uh, Delilah HD does too as well, mm -hmm. but the game to me is phenomenal. I mean, just put. I mean, there, you use what? What engine did it use? So you guys remember it was uh it was uh they used the uh not unreal engine the um it was free or something infinity engine what was it called? no oh god the uh wasn't unreal was it no it wasn't no, unreal. It's not unreal it's the the, the unity unity, unity. unity. Yes, yes 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 you know one of the things go, go ahead. ahead one of the one of the things i heard with uh recore and and i think that microsoft can look back and they could probably um mm -hmm can probably blame themselves a little here is is that Recore was supposedly a pitch to be a much smaller game. It wasn't supposed to be as big. Uh, but I think that Xbox um, pushed on them to be bigger and kind of hurt the development process. And uh, I think even Xbox might even say that they might have learned something from that. Um because I had asked somebody about Grounded, and and uh, I said, well, why don't you make this game huge? Like, make it into a AAA or try to, you know, expand it. And the answer basically that was pitched back to me was, we're not going to repeat mistakes that we've done uh, with that. Uh, and, and they mentioned ReCore. And, um, you know, basically... Uh, if a project is 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 good and it's, it might not be the biggest project, uh, you know, sometimes if you go in there and you try to make it bigger, uh, it could cause problems. And I think if you look at ReCore, that ex that explanation to me makes a lot of sense mm -hmm. for that game. Yeah. It should have been a smaller game, um, less grinding, less uh, – it was just – it seemed like they bloated it up to try to be, uh, try to kind of get to a triple A or even a, a big double A game. And it was never meant to be that. Uh, I think that the 
IP is is, is absolutely uh, lovable, and I think that if they could go back and they could maybe re uh, renegotiate and and kind of do what they originally had planned and have a record too, go for it. It doesn't have to be a AAA now. Back then, maybe it had to be a AAA because they were lacking games, lacking studios. This was one of the deals that they had that they kind of said, hey, you know, maybe if we can make this game bigger than it is, it'll uh, extend our year. And and this is not going to be the case now. Uh, it could be a small, fun game for Game Pass. And uh, for me, I would definitely think that uh, it'd be a smart It'd be a smart uh, global studio game mm-hmm. for them. You know what I mean? It would make a lot of sense, and I think a lot of f- fans would be happy with the record too. Yeah, like- and, and like I said, it wouldn't have to be that big. It doesn't have to be bigger than the first. It could be even smaller. It's just in that same sense. Yeah, and for me, Tim, honestly... I really enjoyed ReCorp, uh, despite all its faults, because I remember when it came out day one, it had all kinds of bugs associated with it. You know, I, I would get like, you know, I go through uh, the floor of the world. I There was all kinds of like these little bugs that were like kind of crazy. I had them like all recorded and put on my channel. But um, not only that, but then like there was... You could there was like a section of the game like the game wasn't finished either they were missing a section of the game actually and it, it was even missing one of those robots too that they had it was it was on the cover of the game but they didn't release it until like a year later yeah. with a certain area so mm-hmm. that you know that was kind of a bummer to be honest with you but uh you know despite some lack of content and uh, obviously a clear lack of polish at the same time the game had a lot of character to it you know i couldn't help but really enjoy the uh, the world that they had created the storyline it was uh, the story was done by joe staten i believe which obviously you know uh, he has his hands in halo and uh, crackdown the most recent one and I thought he put together like a really wonderful world there. The characters were really good. And I just thought the overall design was like Megatron mentioned the platforming and it was kind of meant to be this um, like Zelda like, you know, with the the uh, dungeon crawling as well. And I thought they did a decent um, job with that, although they could have mixed up the gameplay a little bit, you know, maybe because you only had the one gun, if I remember. So and it was kind of color coded the way that you had to, you know, uh, shoot the enemies and all that. So I think how they... you how you grappled, you had that grappling hook that you kind of pulled out, you know, mm-hmm. uh, what is that? Like, whatever you pulled out from the, whatever you were fighting, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, that hook. That thing, bot- yeah, yeah that... <laughs> I loved it, man. I just, I really hope they make another record, man. This is just, I bought the game twice. I got the Clarkson's edition, and I bought it digitally, and. um Oh my gosh! I don't. I can't express enough how much this great this game was. Even just trying to find the core bots, those little helicopter, little yeah. little drones yeah. that went into the door, and if you found all of them, you opened the dungeon, and that's how you got the, uh, I guess the jewels or whatever to get you into that main pyramid. Um, but you had to have so mm-hmm. many. That was, I think it was like ninety or seventy-five a minimum. I think I found almost all of them. I just didn't do the DLC, and I think. I loved every aspect of the game besides the glitches. The loading, I didn't have a problem. <laughs> you know, just, yeah. it was just it is what it was. You know, I'm, you know, it was a it was a difficult game for some people, but you know, I we grew up in an era where you know NES, Atari, my first console was the Odyssey. It was just something that I was used to, and it felt at home when I played that game. I felt at home. It felt like 
uh, a 2000, whatever, you know, between Metroid and Zelda, a modern version of that, but just to me better. Um, and I just really, really hope they make this, man. It's just, it would be, it was just, I would smile for the rest of the year. Um, Recore was one of my favorite IPs this gen, by the way, next to Sea of Thieves. I know it's not mm-hmm. popular to everyone else, but um, they need to make this. I hope they make it. You know, you know, use the Slipstream engine, uh, use Unreal Engine 4 or 5, and, you know, you already have a game that's mm-hmm. phenomenal, you know, so. Oh, yeah. It even had, like, the creator of Mega Man's uh, mm-hmm. touches. You know, that studio was behind the designs as mm-hmm. well. So, you know, I had a lot of nice touches to it. And um, again, I, I really liked it aesthetically. And I just thought the story was pretty good. It just, you know, I needed that polish. And if they did a sequel and, you know, they had a proper budget for it and the proper amount of time, because this game was made pretty quickly, too. You could, again, they were rushed <laughs> to make this. So, um, you know, if they were given the right amount of time and budget, I think a lot could be done with this IP. So, I don't. Know. I I would personally like to see a, a sequel to it. I don't know about anybody in the chat, but uh, you know, please please let us know if you would like to see a record two down the line. I know I would. But uh, all right, guys. I think on that note, we are going to end off the show. And you know what? Hey, I gotta say, um, I had a really good time tonight talking about. You know, the Sony State of Play, the whole Samsung and Xbox Game Pass app uh, going on, those announcements, and the whole uh, Apple versus um, xCloud gaming and so much more. Like, there's a lot to talk about, actually. And, you know, I love talking games, and all of us on the show panel really appreciate all of you that tune in every Sunday night to uh, listen to our weekly banter, everybody in the chat, you know, Winter Shoulder, thank you very much for joining us. Crazy Greek Dude, Big Lude Ravens, UK Dazarus, Dreadpool, ATL, uh, Hassan, uh, Fastback from NLG, Alex, Justin, uh, Crispy Bomb, and so much more. Mr. Kima, again, thank you again, and everybody that joined in to listen to us. Uh, we really appreciate it. And definitely continue to support the show by giving a like, sharing this out, and of course, subscribing if you haven't already done so. Again, great show tonight, everyone. Now let's get to some of these outros. Tim, buddy, I will start with you. Excellent, excellent presence tonight. Where can everybody find the Xbox Lizard? <laughs> you can find me on um, Twitter, XCloud Tim Dog. You can also find me um, on uh, RDX every Tuesday night, as well as here Sunday nights at um, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. <clears throat> it was a great show tonight, and uh, I shall see you guys next week definitely buddy definitely all right next up uh, megatron again you had some really good comments during the show pal uh, where can the txr faithful follow you at and as usual you can hit me up on twitter man um like i always say you can we can talk about anything and everything um uh, uh including gaming uh you can hit me up megatron underscore one nine seven five and twitch you know i'm gonna do some streaming tonight for a little bit um which is megatron one 1975 s yeah i like to stream from every now and again so uh, hit me up follow and uh yeah that'd be great so yeah thank you guys for uh coming through it was a fun show definitely pal uh centurion buddy uh you know we got the uh two shows in a row uh tonight uh i bet you're tired out as much as i am where can everybody follow you pal i know it has been the over four hour marathon 
I have been, we have been podcasting for more than four hours now. It's been fun. Anyway, <laughs> it's still, I still have enough excitement. I'm going to play some Xbox after this. All right. So for those interested, if you want to always follow me, you can check me out right here on TXR podcast every Sunday. I also do the shop podcast every Saturday night as well. You can also find me on YouTube, Twitter, and Xbox Live at Centurion1307. And be sure to check out my new video if you can, um, if you about the whole thing going on with Apple, if you get any confusion at all. Uh, this really is regretful that it even happened, and hopefully some things change and we can get xCloud on iOS. Yeah, you got that right, buddy. Hopefully uh, we get some more news on that soon. Hopefully they uh, they patch things out with that. All right, moving on. Eric Shockley, good commentary tonight, bud. Uh, where can everybody follow you at? Yeah, good Yeah, good show. Uh, you can find me at Shock Nero on Twitter, Easy Shock on Xbox Live. And uh, yeah, thanks for stopping by. Yeah, good stuff, good stuff. And as always, I'm Invader. You guys can follow me on my YouTube channel, Invader Gaming, and I'm on Twitter at Invader underscore 1986. Great show, everyone, and we hope to see you next week. Take it easy, guys. Later. <laughs>